Hello, my friends. It is Cameron with the K. Welcome to the podcast. Holy crap! I don't even know what podcast episode this is. It's been f- like it's been a minute since I've been on a microphone talking to you. If you're listening to this and you haven't heard the episode in quite a while, I think it's because November was the last time I put out a show. So yeah, we're sitting here, or I'm sitting here outside my place of work. Uh, it's March. It's the beginning of March, so it's been at least three months-ish since I put out a podcast, so I apologize. I could give you all kinds of reasons and grovel, but I'm too old for that. Um, hopefully you just understand that life happens, man. But I don't, I don't want to quit doing the show. I have a lot of things that over the course of the last couple months I've thought about that I want to talk about, and there's not a guest, it's just me shooting the shit with you um but that's okay right and also if i stumble or there is a spot in the in this episode where it gets quiet it's because part of the reason i haven't put out episodes in a while is because of all the effort and energy and time it takes to edit and put a show out there for folks to listen to and my goal in moving forward If it's just me, I'm just going to talk about whatever the subject is, and if there's a pause, or I hem-haw, or sneeze, cough, a train goes by, we're just going to roll with it. I hope that's cool with you, too, because when it's over, I just want to upload it and have it out there for you to listen to. All right, so now that we're almost two minutes in, um, where did we leave off? I don't know how much detail, if any, I've talked about on on this podcast, my top surgery that I had done at the end of August, but I'm now six months post-op top surgery, and I had a revision done like the day after Christmas, uh, that last week of December. Um, at the middle of my chest, um, I, I, I have incisions that don't connect. But where they would connect if they were to, if you can imagine the most inner part of my sternum or chest, uh, the scarring was really thick. And so I had like almost almost like little bumps. I don't really know how else to describe it um, that aesthetically weren't pleasing to me. And then on each of the sides of my scars, I had the dog ears and uh, there needed to be more tissue sucked out of there I guess and so now I have longer scar lines uh, on the sides and and headed toward the back of my torso but those are now uh, let's see that was at the end of December January February wait end of December end of January end of February oh I guess I'm only two months post revision I've been saying three months when I post stuff on Instagram but whatever um Speaking of Instagram, if there's a a lull in podcast episodes, but you think I seem like an okay dude and you want to kind of follow along my journey, my Instagram has changed since when I started the show last year, and it's at Cam Trumbo, which Cam is with a K, so K-A-M-T-R-U-M as in Mary, B as in boy, O, so at Cam Trumbo. And you can follow me on Instagram. I post pictures, and sometimes they're of my family. Sometimes they're just selfies of me. Sometimes 
I don't know. Like I got a new pair of prescription sunglasses last week, and I posted a picture of them and asked, hey, do you think I look like a dork, or what do you think? Or I like them. I forget what I said. But, um, yeah, I'll follow you back because I like to follow people and see their journeys, especially if they're FTM or allies or uh, MTF. I am not, you know, I'll follow you if you follow me. What else? What else? So that's kind of the what's been happening with my chest. My uh, family went to Mexico in December. That was a lot of fun. Me and my girls, my wife, and now 14. My kid's 14. That's crazy. I feel like an old man. Um, we went to the Cancun area in December, and that was awesome for a couple of reasons. Uh, probably the most obvious one, but maybe not, is that it was the first time as a dude that I could take off my tank top or shirt and be in the sun just in my swim trunks. And although I didn't spend a ton of time in the sun because, like I said, I just had top surgery at the end of August. So at the time we went to Mexico, it was only like three or four months post-op, and I didn't want to expose my scars to the sun. I still took off my shirt, but I had like those silicone scar strips covering my scars. And that even that felt really liberating. And I felt like Mel Gibson in that movie where he's like, freedom, you know what I'm talking about, if you watch movies. So that was pretty amazeballs, and that was a fun trip. The next step is, for me, physically, in my transition, is the old histo. And that is scheduled. I had my consultation a couple weeks ago, and at the end of April, I'm getting that done. And I'm excited about that. I'm over the hurdles of what I had to do in order to get that consultation and get that appointment scheduled, but I do want to vent for a minute about that. And I'm probably preaching to the choir if any of you have had to do this, or in the future will have to go through this. Not to discourage you, but just to give you the heads up that what a pain in the ass. I mean, I had to go to two different therapists and talk about my desire to have this done in order to have a future surgery done. Phalloplasty. Uh, phalloplasty. Um, and it just seems silly that in your mid-30s, you can't just say, hey, refer me, I want to get this done. Instead, you have to actually go sit down and get a letter from two different providers. At least in Oregon, that was the process. And it was no big deal for one of them. Uh, I went up to Portland, met with a therapist. We talked for like maybe an hour and 15 minutes. My second appointment with him was like a five-minute phone call. So that was really convenient. Uh, and then I went back to the same mental health therapist that I saw in order to get my letter for top surgery. And he, that was like an hour session, maybe an hour and 15 minutes. And I was hoping after just one session he could give me a letter. But he actually wanted to meet with me a second time. 
But that second time was basically just him having already written the letter and saying, okay, here's what I wrote. Do you think this sounds good? I'm going to fax it to, you know, the clinic up in Portland. So that was nice. Um, but that, I mean, all of that took like two or three months when really kind of like when I got on testosterone, if I could just sign a, an informed consent form, like I said, you know, over a year on T, grown, grown ass man. It was just annoying that I could, couldn't just get going with the consultation of the hysterectomy. Instead, I had to go through uh, what I refer to in many in the trans community do is gatekeeping, jump through the hoops. But whatever, I did it. I hopped over those hurdles. And at the end of April, I'm going to be having the histo done. I heard that it is not as bad the pain and the recovery as top surgery which is nice to hear um everybody has a different experience so i'm obviously only speaking of my own experience but i guess i'm a tough mofo because after top surgery the healing process for me wasn't that bad uh and i don't say this in a braggadocious uh, or look at me, I think I'm such a cool guy, way, it's just, it is what it is. I, I only took pain medication for two days, and that was to, as they said, stay ahead of the pain. Once I wasn't feeling much pain, I just stopped taking the pain medication, and I healed pretty well. I feel very grateful that it wasn't some horrible, awful process to, to heal. I've seen other people who have, um, what is it called? Like a hematoma? I think that's what it's called. Where there's like really severe bruising or they have issues with, well, just different people have different issues. And I guess I should count my lucky stars that my body healed fine. And if that's the case and the hysterectomy is easier to heal from than top surgery, then hopefully, knock on wood, it is going to be a breeze. Um, my sister has had a hysterectomy, and she told me, ah, no big deal. You'll be fine. Just when you feel fine, don't, don't do things that they tell you not to do. I think I'm not supposed to carry more than, like, 25 pounds for X amount of weeks and uh, do any kind of other heavy lifting. So I will refrain from that. But... I'm just going to take it easy. I mean, take the recommended time off of work, which is like one to two weeks, and then get back in the saddle. And the saddle being waiting to figure out when my consultation and actual surgery for a phalloplasty would be. I know with the surgeon that I'm going to be using, because I went to a free workshop at OHSU in Portland, Oregon, and... Part of the timeline that they gave was he doesn't do, and his name is Dr. Burley. I think I'm saying the name right. Yeah, B, B is a boy, E-R-L-I, if you want to look up information on him. But he says he wouldn't do the first stage of phalloplasty until somebody has recovered from their hysterectomy at least three months prior. So... Uh, I know he's probably going to have a wait list just to like just to get a consultation with him. I'm guessing I'm not going to have 
for at least two months. And then once I have my consultation with them, I don't know how much farther out it would be till I have my first stage. But I want to know. I called uh, them today, actually, and left a message saying, hey, you guys have called me already and you got my insurance information. I'm still waiting for you to call to set up the consult um, because it would be nice if even if I got my consultation before or around the same time that I got my hysterectomy, at least I could get my phalloplasty scheduled, even if it's months out. Because like I said, I have to wait at least three months anyway after the hysterectomy. But yeah, uh, I'm one of those guys who like, when I, or just one of those people, I guess you could say in general, like when I want something, it's like, dude, let's plan it out and make it happen. So, you know, I got my name changed, gender marker changed, new social security card, new driver's license, new uh, birth certificate, all that stuff. I'm pretty sure I had like in the first four to six months. And then boom, I had top surgery when I was like nine months on T. And so now that I'm all recovered from that, it's like, okay, let's let's make let's go on to the next thing. Not that I'm not enjoying the journey or that I'm not thankful for what I've had done so far and the changes that I've seen happen, but I really want to stand to take a piss and those other things that come with um, phalloplasty. So one of the things I guess I want to put out there to you listening and uh, the best way I guess you could respond to me would be, like I said, follow me on Instagram and you could send me a direct message on Instagram. Um, also, like the podcast is on Instagram, at Transwag. If you're not following the show, you could do that there. But I'm going to send it out to the Facebook group, um, which is facebook.com forward slash transwag. That's spelled T-R-A-N-S-S-W-A-G. So there's two S's there in the middle. I'm going to put out the question for you guys, and I hope you'd be willing to comment and let me know what your thoughts are on this. I can, it's totally my choice, keep an ovary. So the question is, to have or not to have an ovary? Uh, The way the surgeon, who was a really nice lady, uh, I don't remember her name, but I should. Patil, Patil, Eva Patil, I think is her name. Um... She basically said the only reason I would keep it, aside from the fertility thing, which is not an issue for me in terms of, like, I don't plan to have any other, any biological, any biological kids. Our kids aren't biological. Um, Would be if I was ever in my life at a point where I couldn't get testosterone for some reason, I would have, I would, my body needs some kind of a hormone. And so, but my thought was like, oh. I don't know if I'd want that hormone to be estrogen, but, um, yeah, that's how she kind of explained it, like, to have some kind of a hormone. And at first I was like, well, I don't know, kind of just, like, as a just-in-case. Like, why not keep that over you? Like, it's not going to hurt anything. But then I started thinking, I don't know. Like, I don't think it would give me dysphoria, and it's not like somebody would see me and be like, hey, man, you got an ovary up in there? You kind of look like the kind of guy who might have an ovary still. 
you know, like nobody's gonna look at me and expect, like, suspect that, or like, like I would give a shit if for some weird reason they did. But um, I, I wonder if later on. I would regret that I didn't have it removed. And so I just wonder if now, well, now being in April, I should just, they could take them both. They could take them all. Take it all. Um, so what, if you've had a hysterectomy, what did you choose and why? Do you have an ovary? Do you not? If you feel comfortable answering that question. And if you haven't had a hysterectomy and you're going to have a hysterectomy, wh what have you researched or what do you plan to do i would really really appreciate you taking the time to to go to the facebook group for the trans swag facebook group and let me know your thoughts um just look for the thread that says should i keep an ovary <laughs> uh yeah i'd love to hear what your input is i got future topics coming up uh, I want to talk about body hair. Um, what else was it that I wanted to talk about? I'm sure that I'm sure I'm gonna want to have conversation about phalloplasty. And when I say conversation, I mean I'm gonna ramble on and and then have a call to action at the end of asking you to come to the Facebook group and converse with me or follow me on Instagram so that we can direct message one another. Uh, if you want any of the any of the swag. Um, there's different designs of t-shirts and sweatshirts and stickers and what have you. Trans Lives Matter, the Trans Swag logo, Handsome AF. Uh, I can't th I think of any other of the designs off the top of my head that I've done. But if you like trans-related, and some of it's not trans-related. Like, I had a real cool logo made that says, Not All Who Wander Are Lost. And Love Is My Religion. And you can get those if you want to go check them out at transswagstore.com. I would love it if folks would consider going to the Patreon page. I mean, it would be so amazing. I'm just going to say it every every podcast. I'm just going to say it, put it out to the universe, and then maybe it'll come true. If you enjoyed listening to this and you realize, man, it's kind of cool that I can listen to podcasts. It doesn't cost me any money. I'm entertained. Uh, Cameron, he's not such a bad guy. And you just wanted to throw like a hundred pennies my way. I mean, don't like not not physically, not literally. That would hurt. Can you imagine if psh, somebody just threw a hundred pennies at you? That would not feel nice. No bueno. But a one dollar bill through the convenience of PayPal or what have you, you could go to transswag.com forward slash Patreon, spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N, or if you went to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, and you just searched, you know, trans swag, uh, you could see what amount of money, even if it's a dollar, uh, that you would like to, co to contribute to the show. Because I'm telling you what, if I had people contributing, like, that would be my, oh, shit, people are like, being willing to give me money, I have to put out a show each week. So if you enjoy the show and you've hated that I took all this time off and you are willing to just be like, oh my gosh, I spent a dollar on a candy bar. I can give Cameron a dollar this month. I would be so appreciative and I would be so motivated, my dudes and dudettes and those who don't consider yourself either of the two. 
that I would do more shows. Just saying. Hashtag just saying. Anyway, it's been a good 20 minutes. I'm on my lunch break right now, so I got to get back to work. But it felt good to just sit here and talk to you. Uh, I hope I hope it felt good. I hope it felt good for you, too. Was it as good for you? Is it just never mind? See, that would be something I'd normally edit out. But like I said, I'm not going to edit. Just, we're just going to roll with it, okay? All right. If you guys have any ideas of things I could talk about and discuss on the podcast, hit me up. Um, visit transwag.com. And have a great day. Have a great morning. Have a great night. Wherever you might be in your day that you're listening to this day or evening. All right, guys. Peace out. Bye.